Are you feeling frustrated on your menopausal journey trying to lose weight? Maybe you've even been exercising or eating healthy and you're still not getting the results you want. Are you ready to fit back into your clothes and really feel great? So today you get a sneak peek inside of a health coaching session. So Marnie came on the show today and she was feeling really frustrated. She was eating healthy, she was doing some exercise, but she wasn't getting the results we want. So we were able to talk through what she was doing, what her struggles were, and come up with some really doable things that she can start doing and really taking this process step by step. So I hope you guys enjoy this show. And if you want to get coached and featured on the Healthy Beyond 40 show, check the link down below. There's going to be a Google form where you can sign up for a call for yourself. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. Thank you so much, Marnie, for coming on the show today and allowing me to coach you. So Marnie is a homeschool mom to three boys. She's a tutor and a parent coach, and she helps parents find more peace in their home, even with difficult children with a Christ Center focus. So I love what Marnie does, but let's dig right in it today. So Marnie, tell us what struggles you're having with your health or fitness so that we can narrow it down to one topic today. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Michelle. I'm excited to be here. Um, so I probably in the last three years have kind of been struggling with my weight because of hormonal changes and seasons of life changing and things I used to do in order to lose weight are not working anymore unless they're pretty drastic and unsustainable. And I just don't want to live my life <laughs> that way. Yeah. I think that's probably my biggest hurdle right now is just not, not understanding like this new season of life that I'm in and how to kind of have a lifestyle that's sustainable and still, you know, I have the results that I want to have with my, with my health and my, and my fitness and my size of clothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. So you really want to figure out how to lose weight sustainably. And you've yeah. tried some things that are more drastic before that just didn't stick, didn't feel good. And as you're aging, you want to know how to do this well and work with your hormones. So I like to break movement and exercise into two buckets. So movement is just okay. that walking, getting in steps and exercising is where you're either out of breath or you're feeling your muscles burn. So how much movement do you think you're getting a day? And like, if you have a step watch that give you an idea. Yeah, I don't have a watch. Um, I know I do 20 minutes of exercise where I'm using weights or getting out of breath for about 25 minutes a day, usually about five days a week. And then my lifestyle has changed. And so my movement has gone down um, because of my new coaching business and driving kids around. I'm in the car a lot more sitting. And so um, I like to go on walks every day. I'll take like a 45 minute um, walk with my dog. I'd love to get outside 
and just get fresh air and sunshine and, and just walk. But that doesn't happen as often as it used to. Um, and I'm just not as active as I, even in my own house, just walking around doing things, I'm not as active as I used to be when my kids were younger and required more physical, you know, <laughs> physical things from me. So um, yeah, I think my life has just become more sedentary. And yeah. so that in combination with the season change has been tricky. Yeah. And so when you exercise for 20 to 25 minutes a day, what type of exercise are you doing? So I vary it up. It's moderate exercise. And so I um, do cardio, toning, um, like cardio one day, cardio and toning another day, and then strength training another day. So over those five days, I'm hitting all of those things. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And it sounds like we've already put a little piece together with the movement, because that does become something for a lot of people that changes. Just like you said, when your kids were little, you're just moving a lot more with them. And even if you look at a little kid or a toddler run around, they are like burning so much energy. And as we age, we just naturally don't move as much. And especially if we're having a job where we're at the computer, we're doing these other things, this really creates a big change in the calories we need to consume. So typically we're consuming the same amount of calories but we're burning a less. And that is part of the metabolism where we can create that difference. And then let's talk real quick about nutrition. So what does your diet typically look like on an average day? So not the best and not the worst day. Yeah, average, I would say. So I do intermittent fasting, but I don't do clean fasting anymore. I used to do clean fasting, but now I have cream in my coffee in the morning. So I know that doesn't really count as intermittent fasting. Um, so I try to do, I try to eat lunch around 1130 or 12. Um, and I usually will eat a salad or like, I'll, I really like breakfast food. So I'll scramble up some eggs and put some vegetables in there. Be some seven grain, um, the thin sliced toast. That's one of my favorite go-tos. Sometimes I'll have a smoothie with some like hummus and crackers and like the seven grain crackers and carrots and celery and cucumbers. That's typically what I have for lunch. And then I'll probably have another coffee in the afternoon. I drink decaf only. I don't do all on caffeine. So I drink decaf only, sparkling water with lunch. For dinner, um, sometimes before dinner, if I'm hungry, I'll grab a cheese stick or a handful of almonds, sometimes an apple. It's usually my go-to. For dinner, it's just whatever I'm making for my family. So I've got three growing boys. <laughs> And so I try, like if I'm making like a pasta dish, um, it's usually a protein, a carb and a, and a vegetable in some form or fashion. And if I try to like modify mine. So if I'm making a pasta, then I'll have mine over like vegetables instead of the pasta. Or if I'm doing tacos, then I'll probably have the taco salad instead of like the tortillas. I don't really like make special dinners for myself. I just modify what I'm making for my family. And that's pretty typical, like American food, you know, just like tacos. And we have pizza on Friday night. If I'm feeling really energetic, I'll make a cauliflower crust for myself. But most of the time I just eat like, you know, a pizza, a piece of pizza and some salad. So I always have vegetables and I try to make that the biggest portion of my plate. You know, it just yeah. depends what we're having. Perfect. I mean, it sounds like you have some good nutritious food in there. And I mean, we could do a deeper dive into seeing exactly what you're eating, but it sounds like you're having some vegetables, you're having some protein and making those the focus, which is important. And so doing the intermittent 
So are you typically only eating lunch and dinner and possibly mm -hmm. a snack? Yes. Mm -hmm. And do you feel full or satisfied from that? I feel good. I don't really get hungry until about lunchtime, probably because there's some cream in my coffee. So I don't, I don't, I feel satisfied. I do notice that when I don't have some kind of carb, like if I don't have a piece of the seven grain toast or some seven grain crackers at lunch, I don't feel satisfied. And I also need to have like, if I'm having a salad, I need to make sure like my dressing has oil in it. Like I need to have all of those things I have noticed um, that I, I don't, I just don't feel satisfied. I'm, I'm wanting something more if I don't have that. Yeah. And so that's yeah. And some people like. have different tolerances to carbs and fat. So it sounds like you've tuned into what you need a little bit there. And that can definitely help you stay full and feel better longer. Now, do you mm -hmm. feel that the intermittent fasting is working for you? Like versus yeah. if you like have a breakfast or a late breakfast? I remember the last time I had three meals working, I feel like I have energy. So I guess in that way, it's working. Um, it's definitely not working with weight loss, although I haven't been eating three meals a day. So maybe I would gain more weight if I were eating more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it used to help me be able to lose weight and then maintain. And I, that it doesn't do that anymore, but probably because of the cream in my coffee. <laughs> so... And how long have you been doing fasting for? Probably, I think maybe 2019. I'm trying to remember. And I started off clean fasting and I dropped weight, not super fast. It was kind of slow. I added like cream in my coffee again and I started gaining weight again. It's amazing what just that little bit of cream in my coffee will do. <laughs> and then um, I went to a really strict fasting schedule of um, the, like I would fast for 20 hours and only eat for four. And I dropped weight, but I just couldn't sustain that. It just wasn't pleasurable in my lifestyle to only yeah. eat for four hours. And I wasn't feeling well. Like I was starting to even forget really like everyday things. Um, and it scared me a little bit. And so once I started going back to like a 16-8, then my memory was fine. So yeah. that was a little frightening. Um, so yeah. It's a hard thing, you know, like it. I felt like it was working in terms of losing weight, but then I didn't really feel like it was great for my health. Yeah. So. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that was working for your body. So if you had a goal for your health, like three years from now, what would that be? So really thinking about your life, your kids, your family, what would that look like for you? I would like to lose weight so that I could fit into my clothes comfortably um, again and just kind of be at the goal weight that I that I feel my best at, that I feel like I have like the most energy and I feel just more comfortable in my skin. It's about 25 pounds um, I would like to lose. And I would like to get stronger because my kids are, you know, I've got teenagers and they want to go on like longer hikes and do, you know, more rigorous things. And I don't just want to be on the sidelines watching that or them having to wait for me, which is kind of what's happening now. <laughs> Like I'm just not able to, you know, I mean, some of it is just my joints. Like there's just things that are different in my body now too, but I think that there, I could have some more stamina and some more strength that would make just family time, you know, more fun. Yeah. I love that. So losing weight, fitting back into your clothes, gaining confidence and really getting stronger, being able to go on those longer hikes, keep up with your boys. I know your boys are a little bit older than mine. My two middle ones are 10 and 12, but 
they like can run. I can't keep up with them, but we can still go on hikes, but where you're feeling good. So I think that's a really good goal that's not tied to a number. So it's a little hard to picture, but those things are important to keep in mind as you're going through this process. So if you could imagine just three months now, what would be some goals? And it doesn't have to, it can be a number goal, but it also can be some of these other things like maybe walking further out of the barrel, like 25 pounds, I would really love to lose weight. Um, just because I don't feel comfortable in my clothes and I don't, you know, feel comfortable in my skin. So just as a number, I miss my daily walks. I need to figure out how to get that back in because I feel like it's a good stress relief for me too. It's good for my dog. It's good for me. <laughs> so I would like to just at least be able, even if I can't go my whole 45 minutes, if I can even just go get out for, you know, maybe just a small goal of like 20 minutes. And I think it's good for my overall well-being to to walk. And I would, I really would like to regain some muscle. I feel like that I've lost in this season of life. I know that's kind of, you know, a little more common as we get older and we're in menopause and our muscle, you know, kind of goes down. And I, you know, I use my five pound dumbbells, but I haven't really pushed past that. So maybe increasing the weight that I'm able to use to work out with would probably make me feel stronger, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think those are perfect. So still sticking with the weight loss goals. And typically, you know, it can really vary how quickly people lose weight. So definitely no more than one pound a week. But it might even be less than that. And also, just for people listening, sometimes on a weight loss journey, it's not like the straight downhill line, like, Usually it goes down, it might go up a little bit. And overall, like if you look back at three months, you might have a downhill, but I think people start to get discouraged if it goes up a little bit or anything like that. And I usually recommend people don't weigh themselves more than once a week, just so that it's not something people are becoming obsessed with. Because like we sort of named these other things, there's these other things that are important too. So I love the daily walks and I think starting at 20 minutes a day is a great way to start and then keeping in mind well maybe I'll go longer one day maybe maybe I only have 20 minutes one day so I think that's a great first action do you see anything that would get in the way of you doing that daily just my own time management I think I just need to really um, you know it's just I think I'm in a new phase of life with kids schedules and needing to drive people all places <laughs> so even just keeping like a pair of tennis shoes in my car. So if I am taking a kiddo somewhere and I can walk while I'm waiting for them, just kind of being flexible probably and managing my time better. So maybe getting up a little earlier so that I can, um, you know, make that time happen. Yeah, those are some great ideas. So keeping shoes in the car, getting up early. And do you look at your schedule the night before? Yeah, I usually um, Sunday night sit down and put my whole week out and, you know, get in my planner and kind of write out my whole week. But I probably should check in the night before, too, because I can, you know, tend to forget. I, I tend to look in the morning, but maybe looking at night would be better. Yeah, and really like schedule in that workout, too. So if you know, like, oh, they have a practice, I can do it there, write it, you know, put it in. Do you use like a Google calendar or a paper calendar? I do. I use uh, both. Okay. Yeah. So in my Google calendar, I have like walk and yoga as an hour time block. So I just have it rescheduled for like nine o'clock each day. But what I do is I'll go in there and move it like that week if I have things going on. 
but it's like that hour time block that I'm keeping yeah. devoted to it because if it's not there, probably just like you, I'm just here like working away and I don't even think about it. So yeah. that could be something that could help too. And probably setting an alarm. I, I probably need to set an alarm to do because yes. it's easy to get, you know, sidetracked and oh yeah, okay, I'll get to it. But then. Yeah. So I think those are some great strategies. So definitely try those. And then if you're struggling, like tinker with them, like, do I need to try a different one? Um, Cause I think that will be helpful again, when we get more movement and walking in, we're going to be increasing our metabolic rate. So we're going to be burning more calories, but in a way that doesn't stress our metabolism. It was your, I think it was your last podcast. I can't remember which number where it dawned on me. That's where I had that. I, you, 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 you said something about movement and exercise. And I was like, oh, that's what's changed because <laughs> I had thought, well, I'm exercising every day. I don't understand what's different. But yeah. then when you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah, it definitely those, does. Those yeah. And separating it into that like movement versus exercise piece, because they're two different things and they're both important. The next thing you mentioned was talking about increasing your weight. So you're sort of at five pounds right now. And I think that's definitely a good idea to increase the weight because typically if you're doing strength training, if you can do 15 reps, you want to keep good form whenever you're doing exercise. But if you can do more than 15 reps, it's going a little bit more into the endurance, which is okay. But if we really want to build muscle, we want to be using something heavier. So before you go to heavier weight, making sure you can do the exercise correctly, you're having good form and it feels comfortable and you can keep the good form. So let's say you're doing bicep curls and you can do 15 reps. Really, let's say you're doing 20 or 25 because it's light. So then you're maybe going to switch to eight pounds and then you'll do it and maybe you can only do eight. Or 10. So your reps are going to go down because you're using heavier weights, but that's going to put a little bit more strain on the muscle and really help that muscle to sort of break down, rebuild and get stronger. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I have eight pounds. I just haven't, <laughs> I just haven't bumped myself up. I got comfortable, I think. And I think that will be a good, a good jump. Yeah. Yeah. So keep the good form, bump those weights up. And typically with legs, you're going to be able to do heavier weights things like triceps or shoulders, sometimes it's lighter weight. So you still might need those five pounds for certain exercises where we just have smaller muscles and then legs or other things we can really use a lot heavier weights too. And, you know, as you're putting on more muscle, as you had sort of mentioned too, as we age, our muscle mass goes down. You know, if we're looking at an elderly person in their nineties, they typically look very frail. So that would be the extreme of what happens. We just lose a lot of muscle mass, but that is something we can do something about. So when we're doing the strength training and we're building our muscle or even doing yoga that has that strength training in it where your muscles are burning, these are all good things to keep that muscle mass there. So this can help to boost your metabolism. So it helps you to burn more calories when you're not even exercising. And it also helps with um, blood sugar balance. So especially as we get menopause and beyond, we can become insulin resistant. And the more muscle cells that we have, that helps to take up more of that insulin. So it sounds like diet-wise, you're probably doing pretty good, I imagine, with what you're eating. For yeah, I will balance. say, I will say though, I do feel that like in the afternoon, I feel tired. Like I feel like that kind of crash 
And so I know there's something off because like, if I'm driving my son to practice, I'm like fighting to stay awake. And I got into a bad habit. <laughs> I had given up soda. And then I just started to feel really sleepy when I would take him to practice. And so I started getting like Diet Coke because the, um, the cold and the bubbles and the caffeine would help me to like get through that drive. I have, it's kind of a, a far drive that we make every day. And so I just probably need to figure that part out. And I do, I've been trying not to drink it. I've been trying to replace it with like bubbly water to still get that same kind of, you know, caffeine and cold and I mean, not caffeine, but carbonation and cold, because that does kind of help me wake up a little bit. I really do crave soda. And so I know that that there's something off because I'm craving sugar. I think that's part of it. And I'm having that kind of slump in the afternoon. And so I know there's some tweaks I need to make. I just don't know. Yeah. And that could be a couple things. Um, that's probably a little bit longer talk, but a couple of things real yeah. quick would be making sure you're getting enough protein. And that almost goes back to like, is the intermittent fasting working for you? And it could almost be something to experiment with because sometimes people who skip breakfast, if they're feeling that slump in the afternoon or if they're like eating a lot in the evening, sometimes that isn't working for them. So that could just be something and you're only going to know if you experiment, but if you want to stick with intermittent fasting, could even like shift your window a little earlier if that's possible, but also trying to get in more protein and making sure before you hit that afternoon slump, maybe that's like when you need a little extra protein or a little extra something. So protein would be the thing that you would kind of, instead of like you're craving the sugar, right? <laughs> Have protein instead. Yeah. And typically like when you feel that craving, um, Sometimes it's because your blood sugar is low and it wants something quick, or sometimes if you feel like deprived. So there could be a couple different things going on. So that is definitely something we can keep talking about. As we're talking about energy here, I just want to break and tell you guys about a green juice that I have been loving. It is Organifi's Green Juice. And recently when we moved across country, I was starting to feel really tired, exhausted, and stressed. So I started drinking Organifi's green juice. Also, I tried a different green juice and it didn't work as well. Organifi's has different adaptogens in it. It really helped me to balance my stress levels, my cortisol levels, while also boosting my energy. It's made me feel so much better. So I love sharing it with people. So if you want a really easy way to get a big dose of nutrients that help to work in our body, to detoxify and to boost our energy, check out Organifi's Green Juice. If you use the code HEALTHY20, you'll save 20% on a single order or 35% on a subscription, and they even have a money-back guarantee. So there will be a link down below, so go ahead and check it out. But I think what we talked about today for you to start with this week or next week is getting those 20-minute walks in and then bumping up those weights. I think that's a really good starting point for the next couple weeks to go to see how things go. And again, it will take some time to really see the results. It's all about staying consistent, but I think that will help to make a little bit of difference in building your muscle and getting that more movement in there to help increase that metabolic rate. Yeah, that sounds good. Perfect. So on a scale of one to 10, so those two things we talked about, 20 minute mm -hmm. walk, increasing our weights, one is not at all, 10 is super confident. How confident do you feel about starting that? I would say a nine. 
Okay. The, the weights feel really doable. It's just me managing my time better to get in those walks, but 20 minutes, I mean, that's doable. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really confident about it. Perfect. So that is right where you're going to start. And so when we do something like this, we always want to have a starting point where it feels doable and that we can do this. So it's not something drastic that we're going to be like, wow, after one week, like all this weight dropped off. But we're developing these habits that are going to pay off in the long term. And it's really developing this healthier lifestyle and going back to the idea of getting stronger, being able to go hikes on your kids and feeling more confident in your body. And that weight loss is going to come along with it as we stick to it and as we sort of add and tweak as the weeks go on. But we can only do so much at once. So this is the focus for the next probably few weeks. And then we can add from there. That really helps a lot. Just doable action I can do like easily. <laughs> that doesn't sound scary at all. So yeah, I'm actually excited about it. Perfect. So I'm so grateful that we sort of put together some of these pieces and we have a plan in place. And I appreciate you so much for coming on the show and sharing. I know it's not always easy talking about our health and doing that. But I also want to give you a little shout out because I think you're an amazing parent coach and I really just love the work that you do. So can you tell people where they can find you? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yes, so my website is marnielove.com. It's M-A-R-N-I, love. And on Instagram, I'm at Journey with Love Homeschool. So those are the two places that you can find me. Perfect. And I will put those links down below. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. If you're struggling in your health and you're not sure what to do next, maybe you've tried some things and they haven't worked out. You haven't stayed consistent, they weren't sustainable, and you really feel stuck and you're not sure what to do next, then I encourage you to just set up a free health coaching call with me. There's a form down below that you can fill out and we'll sort of talk through your struggles. We'll talk through some things that you're doing, some things that you could try so you can start seeing the results that you want. So check that link down below and let's get started.